Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you with a breaking news podcast. While it is breaking news over the last several days, this is a move that some expected. It just wasn't sure where and for how much. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, ahead of Tuesday's 4 p.m. trade deadline, have traded edge rusher Melvin Ingram to the Kansas City Chiefs in exchange for a 2022 sixth round draft pick. So, uh, let's start to break it all down. Um, it, it came with reports a little more than a week ago, maybe if I'm remembering my dates correctly, that Ingram was not happy in Pittsburgh. Apparently, um, a team or teams had had asked the Steelers about the, the possibility of trading him. Um, and it seemed that Ingram did not want to be in Pittsburgh anymore. It, it's interesting how his words when he first got to Pittsburgh, how things played out and how things are now, how they're all completely different. because. Ingram came in into this thing understanding that, hey, we've got T.J. Watt for the Steelers. You know, this is what Coach Tom's got probably selling him or Kevin Colbert. We've got T.J. Watt. We've got Alex Highsmith. We don't have a lot behind him that has much experience. So that's going to be you. And you know how we, how we and most teams rotate outside linebackers. That's going to be with you. You can play both sides. Highsmith can play both sides. We'll, we'll get this going. If people are dealing with injury, then you're going to get more playing time. And that's what happened with Melvin Ingram. He got a lot of playing time with the Steelers early on. Now you're saying, but wait a second, both Watt and Highsmith played the first two weeks of the season. That is true, but Highsmith was uh, questionable with a groin injury um, going into week one. He did play, but obviously not as much as, as he could have otherwise. But Melvin Ingram, he played 54 snaps the first week of the season. That was 64% of the defensive snaps for the Steelers in week one against Buffalo. In week two against the Raiders, he played 86% of the Steelers' defensive snaps. That was 57 snaps. So if you want to look at the number versus the percentage, it, it's kind of a little bit off, especially in week three when Ingram only played 47 snaps for the Steelers, 10 less snaps for the, than the week before, but it was 100% of the snaps. That was the game where both Highsmith and Watt were out due to groin injuries, and Ingram came in and played 100% of the snaps. The very next week, he didn't see that much of a reduction. It was down to 35 snaps, which was 49% of the snaps on defense um, when both players were back. That was, against, that was in the loss to Green Bay. In week five against Denver, Ingram saw 60% of the defensive snaps. That's when the Steelers did the package of where they would have all three players in the field at once. Um, you know, six, 36 snaps, 60%. There it was. Where things started to, to go a little bit south was when Ingram only saw 17 snaps um, on um, against the Seahawks on Sunday night in, in the overtime victory, where he saw 26% of the defensive snaps. Now. That's interesting because maybe Ingram didn't like being that he wasn't rotating in as much that he was simply just a third guy for dime packages or whatnot. But I should also go to say that Ingram did not play in week eight due to a groin injury. Some people believe that may have been an injury. It might not have been much of an injury as they were looking to trade him. Um, 
not exactly sure how that played out. I'm, and I'm not going to say one way or the other. Uh, you can choose to believe what you want to believe uh, in that respect. So it's interesting that how this, you know, one game of, of dipping significantly in his snaps and all of a sudden he wasn't happy. There were reports that Ingram felt that he was a better player than Alex Highsmith. Um, if you if you actually go back and look at the oh I don't what what is it the uh, the PFF scores from that game and some of you may or may not like the PFF scores but if you look at the PFF scores from that game Highsmith did have a higher score than Ingram who was also behind Watt all three of them actually played well they were all you know um, Highsmith had a seventy two point oh Watt only had a seventy point nine despite winning the game for the Steelers and Ingram was at a sixty eight point two with with his time in there so it's not that it it appeared that Ingram was outplaying anybody it seemed like the Steelers had a good thing going a good system going but apparently um, the, although many believe that's that Ingram knew exactly what he was signing up for when he came to the Steelers uh, when he got here apparently that was not what he wanted to continue to do. So he is now a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Some might be up, upset with what the Steelers got in return with the six-round draft pick. I'm actually not surprised at that one. Some people were just hoping you get anything for him. Would Could they have possibly got more in, you know, maybe even more as a compensatory pick the following year if Ingram would have had to stick it out all season and then, and then um, move on in free agency? Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Well, you know, we can look at that later on whenever we see if Ingram even signs another deal after this one with Kansas City and what that would look like. But uh, the Steelers get a 2022 six-round draft pick. Um, exactly where that falls depends on where uh, the, the Chiefs finish. And if anyone's been watching the Chiefs, their defense has been struggling. Um, he'll Well, once again, he'll probably be part of a rotation there. But maybe maybe it was just seeing, hey, I'm, I'm behind one of the – one of – and as Steeler fans realize the best edge rusher in the NFL and another young up and comer, maybe I just can't make the name for myself here that I thought I would. Maybe he was banking on Alex Highsmith not being the player that he was and he would get to take over that spot. And it just didn't happen that way. Um, in all, Ingram finished with one sack for the Steelers. He had 10 tackles, six quarterback hits, one pass defensed, and most notably a roughing the passer call that probably wasn't um, against Cincinnati. Um, when it comes to contracts and everything, there is no report that the Chiefs were taking on any part of the contract. If that is the case, it's going to be about $60,000 in salary for the remainder of the season. It's going to be just under that, that that'll be the responsibility of the Chiefs. The Steelers are still going to be responsible for Ingram's um, signing bonus, unless other reports come out of that. That was a $2.925 million signing bonus. The Steelers did have it in void years. So I'm assuming that that's just going to go all on next year's cap. That's $2.34 million on next year's cap. I don't believe it's something that would be absorbed um, into the Steelers' cap right away, although they would have the space to do it unless they are making any other moves before the trade deadline or if they're signing other players throughout the season. So that's the story. That's the breaking news with uh, the Steelers have moved on from Melvin Ingram. So where do they sit? Where do the Steelers sit now with their edge rushers? They have, of course, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, the starters. Um, Derek Tuska, he only had five snaps um, in the last game, but actually played quite well. Um, 
In, in an article I'm working for for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, Tuska was in the Steelers' top five grades, um, according to Pro Football Focus, um, for for the week. Um, Taco Charlton, not as much. He got 10 snaps on defense. Um, he was mainly dinged more for his, for his coverage ability. Don't know if that's one of his strong suits, but it was only 10, 10 snaps and he was elevated from the practice squad. He is not on the Steelers 53 man roster. So with the trade of Ingram, what the move most believe will happen will be the taco Charlton will be signed to the Steelers 53 man roster, um, as a replacement in, and many felt like this was the Steelers getting used to him playing, um, against the Browns just to see if he would be an, an adequate person there as well. But that's what the Steelers have, um, right now. And there's still five hours to go until the end of the, of the trade deadline. So I don't know if the Steelers will be uh, making any moves to bring in any players or whatnot, but if they do, we will be back with another breaking news podcast. Make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts here at Behind the Steel Curtain and make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So Melvin Ingram moving on to the Kansas City Chiefs for the Steelers. Next man up, they needed volunteers, not hostages, as Coach Tomlin says. So uh, that is the move. Now the Steelers have another sixth round draft pick. Um in the 2022 NFL draft, which I'll have to go back into a recap of what picks they have as a lot of those in the later rounds were shifted around, um, based on other trades. So, uh, it wouldn't be a breaking news podcast if we didn't finish it by saying go Steelers.